Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. This is How Do You Do That with Emily Tresseter on Joy 94.9, the show answering the questions you didn't even know you had. This week's guest is the founder of KIND, a disability support platform based in Queensland, Michael Metcalf. We chat about what happened in Michael's life that highlighted a need for more choice when it comes to disability support, what he would tell someone with an idea like his, and I get to chat to another Michael, who's actually a kind user. Let's hear a little from him now to kickstart the episode. I found that with with the current support worker that I have with me right now, she's easy to chat with, she's polite, she's respectful, she's able to make sure that I'm able to do all the things that I need to do during a shift. I think it's right to find the the correct support worker for myself and for other people that use KIND so that they're able to broaden their spectrum of what they're capable of doing throughout life. You just heard from Michael, one of the users of disability support platform KIND. As we move through this episode, I will call Michael, Michael K, as he's a KIND user, K for KIND. In today's episode, I'm speaking to him and also to the founder of KIND, Michael Metcalf. To avoid confusion, Michael Metcalf will be referred to as just Michael. I asked Michael what exactly Kind is. Yeah, so Kind is a website and a mobile app where someone living with a disability or their family member can easily jump on board and look for the right disability support worker. So they're able to check out people in their area, they're able to post jobs, and ultimately learn a lot about individual people to see who might be a great fit for them in terms of the personality they need, what they're looking for, the the type of support. And ultimately, it's all about helping the right people come together because we know that makes a a much bigger impact in, in both the support worker's life and also the NDIS participant's life as well. And how long ago did you found KIND? So we started KIND over three years ago now. And then we launched on the Gold Coast in August 2018 after a bunch of uh, prep work and then just constantly building out the solution and lots of co-design with both people with a disability and support workers. So yeah, a couple of years old, but now we're starting to open up new areas uh, around Queensland and around the country. How did the idea for KIND come to be? So KIND started years back and it was all when mum actually had a fall at home. So a medical emergency and dad was thrown into being a full-time carer suddenly for mum. And that's where we started interacting with both the the disability and the care space and and learning about services and how we could find short-term support. And, And what we found is that flexible and personalized support just wasn't really a thing. And so that more traditional way of finding a support worker or, or a carer to come to your home. It was it was really complex and, and just little choice. So pretty old school, not much information available, you know, lots of waiting periods and delays. And with my background in, in creating experiences and products and services, 
it was just so clear that uh, Australia needed to change. You know, there needed to be more simple solutions and tech-driven solutions to help people solve these problems really quickly. So, it was your mum that literally needed a service like the one that you've now created. Exactly. So, she had an injury and uh, as happens with so many families, it was it was dad who had to jump into being a carer. And, you know, he had to put the, the rest of his life and his commitments on pause. And that flexibility just wasn't there. You know, there's there was a lot of packaged services available. There was a lot of you don't fit into this bucket type of responses mm-hmm. where you're either an NDIS participant or you, you have to have an aged care plan or, you know, vet affairs. So, there's a real disparity across Australia still, unfortunately, e- even with the introduction of the NDIS. But the way we take care of people, the way we support people, there's so much disparity depending on where your support funding may come from. So, that's where, you know, we, we try to look at solving for, for one solution right now and, and that's building the best possible service we can for people living with a disability and help, helping them find that right support worker. How does it move from an idea to tangibly what we know kind is now? That's the fun part, isn't it? It's never a straight line. I'd like the person to meet the people who always say it's a straight line. For us, it really started with conversations. So, you know, we, we knew from family and friends that they shared the same problem and some people where you, you got a real insight into their lives and just how difficult things were. And they were both the best source of inspiration, but, but also of, you know, really clear info about what they would like to see as a change and, and the depth of the problems they had. So, we, we started off with lots of conversations, just learning from more people and, and not trying to take an isolated view on, on anything there. And then it got down to, great, let's put this into a product. How can we start by building the, the first ver- version of a website and a mobile app? So, lots of testing, lots of tinkering, and ultimately just constant improvement. So, build something, get a bit of feedback. Build something, get more feedback. Uh, and that uh, is the ultimate story that takes kind to where it is today. And I, and I think we'll be doing that for the rest of time, just con- constantly testing and, and tweaking to ensure it's always relevant for what people want. So Kind started from a need that Michael saw in his parents, and it will continue to be tweaked to ensure it keeps up with other people's needs now. I wondered whether Kind is in collaboration with the NDIS. So not directly with the government. The way that we work with the NDIS is to obviously... Look, look at the framework, look at the rules they have and, and what we need to do to assist different people there and make sure that that's kind of infused in, in the way the, the website and, and the mobile app work in that way. So for us, we more like to work directly with the NDIS participants and support workers. So it's that uh, co-design approach where we'll both take feedback online, we do lots of call outreach and, and asking people their thoughts but also directly having people side by side in the office, giving their feedback on, hey, here's a couple of screens and here's how this process is going to work. Step one, two, three. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you'd like to see improved. So we will work directly at the person level in that way. How does it work? Is it a membership? Really simple. So it's it's all based on choice. So there, there's no costs for an NDIS participant to sign up. So all they need to do is quickly create an account and they can see support workers in their area and post a job from there. So they would then simply pay an hourly rate when they find someone that they like and it's all based on mutual agreement. So as, as long as it's under the pricing rules of the NDIS, 
then they can agree the, the rates that they're both comfortable with. So no membership fees, there, there's no lock-in, which is fantastic. And it really helps set the scene where people feel they're empowered to connect with the right people and stay with the right people as well. It's just that reality that, hey, if I'm a support worker and we understand your preferences and what you're willing to do, and someone posts a job that aligns with that, bang, we can notify uh, and, and use really smart technology under the hood to help those right people come together. Hopefully getting rid of a lot of the hassle, a lot of the stress that's existed for so many decades. Now we know a little bit more about what Kind is. I wanted to know a bit more about Michael's background. You mentioned that your previous work before Kind informed what you do. Could you tell me a little bit more about what you were doing before and how exactly that has informed and helped your experience with Kind? Yeah, so I've been really lucky to always be involved actually more in the hospitality and tourism space. So having worked both in Australia and overseas in uh, ski resorts, in airlines, on cruise ships, both on land and, and aboard, and also just helping to design and tailor experiences. One quick example, Emily, was when Virgin Blue at the time, they were launching a new airline to fly across to LA and to be the international carrier and being involved in directly designing the product and service experience across ground crew, cabin crew, the, the call center and every single touch point and interaction and how we treat people and ultimately creating experiences for people. Mm -hmm. uh, and with that background, I guess that came into different roles as well. So I've always had a big passion for uh, creating those experiences and, and where possible creating memories for people. And it just became clear that we could do, all do with a bit more thinking of that in the disability and care space as well. Just in case people aren't aware, in terms of what was before kind, did people just not get any choice when it came to accessing support workers? So there's been so much change. And if, if you go back decades to look at, well, what was life like before the NDIS? And, and, it, and it's really important to see that transition of, of how things have changed. So back then, you know, we, we did have across Australia a more state-run system. It created so many problems. If you lived in a, a border environment, a, a Coolangatta and a Tweed Heads or an Albury-Wodonga type of environment, because these state systems didn't interact. And so people might have very limited support. And then they'd also have a lot of rules around how that worked. The ultimate summary is that the choice was not in the family's hands or the, the person living with a disability. It wasn't in their hands. It was, here's a big organization and we're going to allocate these postcodes to that organization. And so they would effectively be given that block funding by the government back then. And then they might have a portfolio, a community of a hundred or a thousand people that it was their role and responsibility to support. And that's what the NDIS on a, on a really positive step has changed. It, it's put the power back in the NDIS participants hand now so that they get to choose either which organizations or which individual support worker they feel is going to be right for them. So it's a, it's a big change along the lines of getting to a, a person centered approach which is absolutely critical in this world. And that's the pivot that Kind has also really helped with, that's that it. choice. So, that's it. It's a, it's, a, it's a pivot to an individualized world where with something as personal as, hey, who's going to help me take a shower or who's going to help me overcome my anxiety and interacting with the community? That's, that's got to be an individual uh, choice on that one. 
Why do you think kind is important? Because it puts the person in control. If I need support, I, I want to be empowered to choose who is that right person. I don't want a stranger turning up on my door. If, if a relationship isn't working out, I don't want to be forced to continue for 30 days. So the, the really important thing about kind is it's individual choice. It's 100% flexibility. And we know that when you get the right support worker, it can have a, a really positive impact on not just your life, but, but your family's life as well. And why is kind important to you personally, Michael, personally? I want to see a big change across Australia. You know, I've always wanted to do something on a big social scale and, and impact as many people as we can and really passionate about simplicity, really passionate about how do we take these complex systems that, that aren't working for people and make something better. So, yeah, I'm really passionate about helping more people find a, a much simpler solution and the real world stories are, are what motivates both me and the team. So, all the feedback we get, all the videos and photos that people uh, send in out on their support visits as well. It's cool to see the, the, the real world impact that happens by, by getting those right people together. Speaking of the real world impact that choice and the right combination of people together can have, let's cross to Michael Kay, who told me a little bit about how he actually utilizes kind. I'm able to post a job anytime throughout the day and Within half an hour, I have at least one to one to three applicants for the position, and I get very quick responses. It's you. I usually get a response within twelve hours of posting the job. Once I've actually messaged the particular support worker, it's really awesome. I love Kind. It's clear that the service that Kind provides is extremely valuable to its users, like Michael K. Initially, Michael Metcalf saw this need in his parents' situation, which has changed. His mum had a fall and then recovered. She no longer needs a support worker. I wondered if Michael was still motivated by the same drive, even though his personal situation has changed. The, the ongoing motivation is you, when you hear people's stories about what they're still going through, and even, even with the NDIS out there, just all the challenges that still exist, because it's a, it's a long-term change that Australia is going through. It's, um, you know, a lot of it is uh, aligned with how long it took for, for Medicare to become sort of a, a common system in Australia. So, yeah, hugely motivating for myself and the team because uh, we get those stories and, and, and sadly we, we hear some of the hardship that uh, people are looking to overcome. Hence the need to continually be flexible and updating and recoding and stuff. That's it. Like, make it easy. That's, life's busy, busy enough. We're all stressed. We're, we're all dealing with lockdowns and COVID or, or whatever it may be. So, uh, yeah, let's make it really easy for people on an ongoing basis. Before we move into real-life examples of how KIND has helped people living with disability, Michael highlighted how KIND can support people with disabilities who also identify as members of the LGBTQIA community. If I'm someone who identifies as LGBTIQ+, then how could kind assist me? The great thing is it's it's all about choice. So everyone's empowered to choose whoever's right for them. So when choosing that support worker, you can look at who they are and how they even identify. You can ask them questions and message them ahead of time to see, is this a person I think will be kind and respectful and open and, and the right fit for me? 
So you can use keywords, you can search for things in profiles, you can see what someone says and really get an understanding of, do I think they're going to be that person? And the good thing is, if no one's ever locked, locked in, it gives you a lot more freedom if, uh, if things don't, don't feel right together. And you can even meet and, and interview a couple of people to see who's going to be the best fit for you. So we know that it's a real barrier, sometimes sadly, with a lot of the traditional services. So if I'm someone who identifies as LGBTIQ, then it's hard to get the information about individual support workers. And, it, and it's such a personal thing. So that's where we try to make it a lot easier by letting people see profiles and ask those questions well in advance. The specificity that KIND allows means that its users can choose support workers that are right for them. Now let's hear about some specific examples. You mentioned stories, and I wonder if you have a moment or moments that you can think of that have really validated what you do. Oh, there's so many. And I think back to some of the earlier days when we were just getting started and testing things out, and a lady had been in touch and she'd just received an NDIS plan and she actually lived in a more rural part of southeast Queensland, so about 50 kilometres away from the nearest town. And she uh, was living life in a wheelchair, had had a spinal injury and on a property and just didn't want to leave her farm. And when she spoke to me, she talked about how her husband hadn't been able to go down to see his family in Sydney for over seven years. They just could not get the, the right support around Christmas time, especially. And just through using our, our app uh, and the technology there, we were able to find a support worker really quickly who was willing to drive that distance. That wasn't an obstacle for them. They were happy to do it. And so to be able to match those people up and with this lady, Vicky, calling me and saying, hey, that's the first time my husband's had a, a break and reconnected with his family at Christmas. And that was the power of that technology of saying, hang on, let's put the choice in everyone else's hands. And if they're willing to do it and there's that awesome mutual agreement, well, that's fantastic. We've, we've had lots of different stories along the way. We've had a chef who was blind and having the right support worker to be in the kitchen and continue doing his dream of, of being a chef. And we've had ex-ballet teachers, professional dancers, helping NDIS participants uh, learn to dance and, and all the different stories that are, uh, are so unique and motivating for everyone out there. It's fantastic. There have been plenty of motivating moments for Michael Metcalf. And in fact, Michael Kay, the kind user I was able to speak to, also gave me an idea of how his life has been positively affected by the connections Kind has allowed him to make. I wouldn't be able to meal prep because I struggle with cooking. I'm a relatively competent cook, but the actual process of getting prepared to cook is a bit of a struggle. It's difficult for me to get out into the community due to my mental health. And just having the support workers that I've met through Kind of made my life a whole much simpler and more fulfilling. Make, makes it a lot more fun, makes it a lot more pleasant. It's clear that what motivates Michael Metcalf to ensure Kind allows choice and ease of access has translated to happy users, including Michael Kay. I wanted to dive into more about what Michael Metcalf's work looks like. I wondered since founding Kind what a day in your life looks like. Oh, great question. Great question. So it's a, it's a lovely combination with one, one young child as well and, a, and another little girl on the way fairly soon. Congratulations. So it's, uh, yeah, it could, it could be any moment now, Emily. We're not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so if we have to duck off on a call, I'll, uh, I'll let enough. you know. Yeah, do but, do um, that, please. <laughs> 
the average day is really about checking our systems, seeing seeing what's going on, seeing what's happening out there in the community. The team and, and myself, we work so closely together. So we're, we're a central team up here in Burley Heads on the Gold Coast. So looking at what's going on, what requests do people have? Do they need any support to, to get matched together? A constant orchestra and dance of, of feedback. So what are we hearing? How can we improve the, the website and the app? Uh, what information do we need to give? Okay, there's been a lockdown in this location. How, how can we share the right information with the community to help them at that point in time as well? So uh, there's no there's no set formula to the day, but we always like to keep in touch with what's going on out there with the NDIS participants who use Kind and the support workers and obviously keep things growing and, and sharing our story more widely across the community as well. What do you think the best part about what you do is? It's definitely that feedback that we get through stories. It's when someone basically gets in touch and says, well, here's the genuine, tangible difference you've made in this person's life. Oh, a fantastic example. We, we shared a recent video on our socials, on our Facebook page, and a, a support worker named Cheryl, who she, she's been assisting a gentleman for a while now. And when she first started with him, it was a case that he wouldn't even leave his bedroom. You know, the, the anxiety and the challenge was that difficult. But by relating to him, being a trusted face, slowly building that confidence, you know, over time, getting to the point that he'd exit the house and, and start to build his his own independence again in that way. So it's those type of stories. Yeah, that's, that's the best part of our day for sure. I've asked the best, so I have to ask, what's the worst part about what you do? I uh, never having time to yourself, uh, but I think that's that's possibly more akin to uh, you know being a being a young dad as well, and just trying to always juggle things. You know, you you always try to do your best for for the team, for the community, and for your own family as well. And uh, that's an ongoing dance, I think, in in everyone's lives. What's next for Kinds? At the moment, you're just in Queensland, right? Yeah, so so we've opened up all across Queensland now. But we're, with that said, we, we've got lots of different options. We, we've even got a bring your own option. So there, there's lots of people uh, starting to use Kind and the platform from different parts of Australia. We still want to stay a really high touch community, be able to assist on the phone as much as possible, which we do a lot of. So the next thing is just, you know, growing in a really sustainable way, making sure everyone's getting great service and we keep improving for people. And ultimately, yeah, making making it one of the, the leading solutions for people out there to, to find that right support worker. What would you tell someone who has an idea like yours and was thinking about creating something, not necessarily exactly like kind, but, you know, seeing a need and filling a need and then creating something? What would you tell someone? I think the simple advice would be, look, life is really short. The only way to learn is to get started. And so the, the sooner everyone starts, and it's a wider question for the overall state of entrepreneurship in Australia, uh, perhaps as well. But if people start testing these ideas and being willing to fail, you know, far earlier on in life, they're going to learn more and they're going to learn more quickly. So their experience curve will start accelerating as they're in their 20s, their 30s, their 40s. And the cool thing is if we all start doing that and kind of embracing that when people are young, teenagers, people at university or not at university, if we nurture that and we kind of foster that spirit of entrepreneurship at a young age, uh, I think that's going to set Australia up in, in good stead for the next 50 years. Just start. That's the main advice for anyone thinking about their idea. Hey, it might not work, but worst case, you learn so much along the way. If it doesn't work, 
try something else. Exactly, exactly. That's that's life, right? We we all had to learn to walk one day, and I'm sure we all bumped our head on the coffee table. So absolutely. Do you think that you'll be working at Kind Forever? Hey, forever's a long time, isn't it? Wow. I'm still just shy of uh, 40, so that's a long time. But look, I, I want to make Kind a, a massive impact across Australia. You know, we, we, we want Kind to be a household name where people can find that right support. So who knows? But uh, as long as I'm the right person to get things done, uh, I'll be here. This is where it comes back to disability, right? People sometimes forget that across Australia, there's one in five people living with a form of disability. So we we never know what uh, is coming our way in life, but uh, just got to enjoy every day. I'd like to extend a huge thank you to Michael Metcalf for being on the show. I'd also like to extend a huge thank you to Michael Kay for taking the time to talk to me. It was really wonderful chatting to both of them. I'll leave you with them. Michael Metcalf with How to Learn More About Kind and Michael Kay with some final thoughts. Kind's available in lots of different ways. You can jump on the website. It's www.kynd.com.au and lots of people just like to use the, the Kind app on the Google or the Apple stores as well. Team is also there if anyone's ever got any questions, but uh, hopefully there's plenty of info and uh, people can see if it's the right fit for them. I think that anybody that is an NDIS recipient should download Kind because it honestly, the 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 four support workers that I've met off Kind so far have been absolutely the most amazing support workers I've ever met. Hey, if you love this show as much as I enjoy creating it, please head to iTunes and rate it five stars or tell someone new about it. As always, thanks heaps for listening. If you want to see more from me, you can follow me on Instagram at mtrez. That's E-M-T-R-E-Z. Thanks for listening to another episode of How Do You Do That with Emily Tresseter. If you think you or someone you know would make a great guest on the show, get in touch. Email howdoyoudothat at joy.org.au. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.